1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: This is fl 104s Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast we go. We go. with Jim, Jim, and hey, It is right. the
2: Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's FM 104 It's 12 minutes past 7, Friday morning. How's Sharon? Is your music out today? Yes, I've heard a little of a clip of it. It's, it's sounds- called Shivers. It sounds good. It's, a, it's an up-tempo one, you know? Maybe I'll give it a listen to it in a few uh, minutes. People thought uh, that he might do that one—the the, the kind of the sad one—as the next single. But oh yeah, I think that's. Just I that'll be the album track. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. It's getting people used to it. So um, it's Baby Joy for uh, Fassbender. Irish actor Michael Fassbender's wife Alicia has confirmed she welcomed her first child earlier this year. Um, earlier this year? Yeah, she's I, in I a I no give,
3: rush. I give out to people who announced
2: like two weeks ago we had a baby. Earlier this year. It's nobody's business. Uh, yeah, well then don't bother telling anyone at all. She's a Swedish actress and she told a magazine that uh, Michael Fassbender and herself are now parents. <laughs> He's two next week. Well, they're, they're, she's known for being fiercely private. I, like, I really think that. I love when celebrities are private, I don't know anything about them. I love that. Oh, well, wouldn't they just wait till one day they're snapped with an 18-year-old in the car? Why, I now why have a whole saying? new understanding of life in general. It's pretty beautiful and obviously will give a lot, of, uh, a lot to any, my work in the future. So anyway, I, I don't know what the... She's private. She's a very private person. Oh yeah, very yeah. private. V the yeah. private. There's an asteroid heading around. Uh, oh, the, come on. Well, no, I don't know what's heading for, for us, but it's the shape of a bone. Oh, maybe dogs will like it. Astro be a bone. Here's a site that would have stargazing dogs drooling. <laughs> stargazing dogs. <laughs> I'm not sure they can understand. It's the shape of a bone. It's named Cleopatra. It's the space mass that orbits the sun between Mars and Jupiter. Cleopatra's it ha- coming at you. Well, it has two moons, this thing. It's so big. It's one of the most unusual objects in the solar system and seems spinning at a, an astonishing speed. Uh, these are the latest images of the 168 mile long and 58 mile wide asteroid that was first spotted in 1880. But it's, uh, they're getting decent pictures of it now. Yeah, so it's banging around since then oh yeah i it say okay, it'd be alright so. yeah I don't know if it's heading t- towards anyone it's just spinning around Grant. anyway that's so it's relief it was taken by the very it's it called the very large telescope and what it, so there's, there's a telescope in a desert and it's called the very large telescope that's the name of it yeah it took a picture of Does Stephen Kenny name it <laughs> the very large telescope hmm.
3: right uh, it's the all Ireland final this weekend oh yeah um, so who are you up for I saw some builders this morning a lot of the builders around Dublin one area would be from Tyrone I saw a lot of hoodies with the crest on it this morning oh, did you yeah yeah they're getting ready for
2: war the only thing is I'm, I'm cheering for mayo no one's going to h- be hungrier than mayo I, I just hope they do it think of all the people you know and they've been waiting years and if years if they
3: don't they're the biggest bottlers that
2: have ever existed well this is the chance like this is this the one this is do. the chance this is the chance now because there's so much pressure on it for them to win that that can really you know oh, go against you it's tough it's tough with that pressure the national television awards is it the nta's ntv yeah, yeah anton deck one again honestly so the bruce Forsyth entertainment award went to i'm a celebrity get me out of here right uh, line of duty got returning drama
3: okay mm.
2: um Great British Breakoff. We've got the best challenge show that starts again soon. Afterlife won comedy again, That's excellent three times. It's one every time. It's a Sin, one for the new drama. Great show. Yeah, I never saw it, but I know everyone does. Good,
3: loved it. good.
2: Yeah, uh, best quiz show. Mm. Who wants to be millionaire? Beat the Chasers. Oh, best daytime this morning. That means Phil and Holly will be uh, pretending they're drunk this morning again. Oh, yeah, and no, De- they don't work Fridays, Jim. Huh? They don't work Fridays. Oh yeah, but they usually come in after when they win this. They oh, do come they come in, in anyway? I think they come in, yeah. the people who they've asked to work for with them. They, they do this whole rigmarole where they come in with like the tuxedo. We're still up. And, oh God, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh. Really, Phil? Really, Holly? Anyway, they won. Well done to them. Anton Deck won 20 times in a row. Best <laughs> TV presenters. I'd like to know who else was in their category. Nobody will you? ever beat that.
3: To really see. No, they won't. They
2: won't. Who cares who was in the category? They, Just to see, like, in your <laughs> own heads. I know, yeah. Well, it's got to be Mulhern. Got to be Philip. Maybe, yeah. It's got to be like, Norton. Happy enough with the judges' decision so far, anyway. I Jonathan think. Ross, uh, best talent show went to Strictly. Uh, TV performance went to David Tennant in Des. That was a great performance. Oh, yeah, he was oh, very, very man. scary. That was if you've never seen that. Oh, that's good. I think that's on the it's on the Virgin Media player. That's where I on it. And best newcomer went to Jack Reardon. He's Sam in Curry. Don't know him. Fair and the Line of Duty also got a special recognition award Maybe it's a recognition for a show that had no ending Recognition for fecking off <laughs> like, It was brilliant until the last two episodes It was a special recognition for that Nobody's ever done that before Most people wrap things up Or left a cliffhanger <laughs> You didn't either uh, The curse
3: versus the virus Oh yeah I saw that in a pub uh, What pub was that on? It was going around on WhatsApp a couple of nights ago Very funny and I, I really would. I mean, look, uh, Tyrone, in fairness as well, I've been there lots of times, but uh, there's never been a Mayo in Tyrone final. And 50, whatever years it is. There was a priest during the week saying, it's absolute rubbish, this curse. This so, doesn't the, exist.
2: so am I right in thinking the curse is, this is the, the curse as I have been told it. Mayo won back in 1952 or something. They won the All Ireland. They're travelling back on the bus or the horses or whatever they were going back on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> come pack on horses. And
2: they were, going, they were going back Oh dear. In their coach Or whatever it was Yeah, little Jackie in you. and uh, And <laughs> I'm only slagging And they were going they hee <laughs> <Giddy> up yee <laughs> 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 Anyway, they, were, they would have been Enjoying themselves, right? The horse swigging out of the sand They came to a funeral cortege And they overtook it I
1: think and, that's the rumour, yeah
2: And there was three witches By the side of the road or something And they said Right As long as any member of that team are alive You'll never win the All-Ireland again kazam that was the that's, the that's the curse I think you may have added the witches bit in yourself Jim. You? Oh, maybe I'm missing it mixing up Macbeth there were three witches at the side of the road a big yeah bubble bubble boiling trouble all that yeah <laughs> anyway and that's the and so the, and there are still a, com- a couple of guys who are still alive from that team yeah so the curse lives
1: mhm
2: is that am I right so far well yeah if anyone's listening from Mayo as they like to call us am I right there's a couple of gentlemen who are still us with no. us from that uh 50s team and they have had many chances and they could have won they could have beaten Dublin a couple of times came in finals. very
3: very close the replays and everything points in it yeah and, and we're all happy to say how good that Dublin team was so yeah. you know
2: that, that shows you how good that Mayo team also can be so they like that'd be the best place on earth to be if they win yeah. Be in Mayo this weekend, oh. if they win, we'll Kong the will know what hit it. Like, oh my god, it would just be in to be a mess. Yeah. It would be like Italian ninety multiplied by ten. There's only one of the men left who was on the team. Only one lad left. Okay.
3: oh God, it'll be emotional for him if you're watching it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know what that pub was. The curse versus the virus. That's very good. Um, somewhere, not Dublin anyway. I think. Anyway, look. Good luck to them. It's sport, isn't it? Good. Have it back.
2: All oh, the green, green and, and red, red of Mayo. Oh.
3: Does that Sharon's new song? Shiver sound like Artful Dodger moving too fast? Ooh.
2: Now this happens when musicians. Sometimes they don't realize they're doing it. Sometimes they do it on purpose, like you did with uh, what you call it, uh, shape of you. No. Uh, what do you call it what do you the call TLC, it the TLC song no scrubs <laughs> um. yeah and there was another one that was inspired by Lucy Pearl and yeah, but another one that was inspired by Van Morrison and there was another one that was inspired by Marvin Gaye and there was another one that was inspired by seven year old Ed Sheeran
3: could yeah. be on
1: a
2: summer holidays in Wexford Here's this song right? Not yeah. you're not even thinking about it it's just
3: it's a song that... Like, I'd forgotten about this song until we thought of it. And yeah. then you go, oh, yeah, I know that song.
2: They all they all do this, by the way. Even the biggest names in the business. They, they're they sponges. They get it all in. And then they go, play And it comes out as their own music. And it's, like, inspired by... It's a homage. No, lads. Ooh. Ooh, it was, in fact, a priest that cursed
3: the team. There was a funeral that the team bus or horse and cart, Laffy Face... I think you made that bit up as well, Jim. Didn't stop to allow the funeral to pass. So the priest set a curse upon them. I didn't think that was priest kind of vibe. Uh, like, uh, priests do whatever they want. Christ loves everybody, no? <laughs> because <laughs> they do, do curses. They do curses now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, that's the um, uh, I don't think they do. Well, but not that's a legitimate priest. A, a mytho-
2: mythological story, like I had witches. So it's not like, a mythological story. It's only fifty something years ago. I know, but like there's no real curse. <laughs> Some not. priest waved, shook his fist on you, Bowsies from Mayo, the, the home th- of Grania Whale. He may have said. I hope they never win again and people said right that's a curse he's after cursing them yeah, that's maybe, probably maybe, what maybe, actually maybe, happened maybe. rather than the priest with like are like you shall not pass <laughs> <laughs> jeez Jim what's in the
3: coffee this morning? I haven't had any coffee alright it's all water ok holy water is it? will be right ok so uh, let, let us tell you a bit more of, uh, of what's happening today ok mm.
0: FM 104's Mind Your Noggin still to come
3: so a little bit later on this morning We will be checking in with Glenn Power Who's currently, he's hopping towards a flight I think the script are off to Romania today we so must be doing some gigs cool. over
2: there Yeah, we'll also be talking to Tom Grennan He's on his way to rehearsals in London this morning But he is going to uh, zoom in with us And chat to us about how he uh, looks after himself. We're going to
3: have a really interesting chat with Brezzy Who uh, quite a few years ago decided he was going to do Some third level stuff And kind of step away from music for a little while and he studied in this
2: area of, of mental health and that's where his podcast came about from. We were chatting to him. He's a, he's a wise man and he's, he's you know, he's a, he's a clever guy and he has a, a lot of good things to say about this. And Mike Mansfield, who's the Director of Communications at
3: Jigsaw, I think just listening to Mike's chat will make everyone feel just a little bit more open to the idea of if they do need a little bit of help to reach out. Absolutely. If you want to donate, you can now on our website, f 104e slash donate. Whatever you have Big, small It doesn't matter But it does help So if you can Please do And uh, we'll be Chatting to all those people Before 10am this morning
2: So he has a box At Man City He's one of the biggest Man City fans in the world He gets a a request From a Man United player Via his missus And here's what An old
1: Gallagher did I went in my office one day and there was a 1970s Gibson Les Paul in a case and I looked at it and I thought, maybe that's one of mine never bought that I'm drunk when I've been out on it and it's arrived. And, uh, one of the girls said, "Oh, you, someone sent that to sign, they sent a letter, so I opened the envelope and, a, and it, this rambling letter and it's from Colleen Rooney saying, it's Wayne's 21st. <laughs> He's a huge fan, he <laughs> great if you could sign it for him and I was like, you cheeky <laughs> f*****. What? So, uh I took all the parts off it, got my mate, got my mate who's a decorator to dip it in sky blue emulsion paint, wait for it to dry, put all the parts back on it, graffitied it with quite questionable Man City songs <laughs> and uh sent it back to him with a letter saying Happy Birthday. <laughs> Spongebob. Um, Spongebob.
2: It's a bit presumptive sending the guitar first. Yeah, send the guitar. Here, sign this. Sign this. But like you said, like, and I...
3: <laughs> it's <fine's> birthday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Knowing, like, what well, a passionate Man City fan I think is. Uh, that is... That's Love lovely. That, man. That's Anton juicy. Deck, won again
0: at the NTAs. Anton Deck! Thank you very, very
4: much indeed. Um, We were
1: talking on the... in the car on the way here
4: and... The first year we won a national television award, Tony Blair was the Prime Minister and Newcastle United qualified for the Champions League. That just goes to show how long ago that was. Since then, but one thing that hasn't changed is how unbelievably grateful we are that you take time year after year to to vote for us and put us up here. We are so honoured and humbled and grateful, so thank you. Uh, it, as Anne says, I'm saying says in the absolute world So if We've got the best jobs on telly We really have And please keep watching the shows Because we love making them Thank you Thank you so much Cheers I
2: You're do like expert. the takeaway The takeaway is great crack Ah they're great they great uh, This morning won NTA For best daytime show Here's Phil and Holly
1: And the winner is This morning We're always massively Massively proud
0: of this morning um and our team and our family but the last 18 months has been a tough one for all of us um and what was amazing for us was that every single day we because of the brilliance of ITV and the brilliance of our daytime team we could stay on air and we could be there and we we felt like we felt like we were sort of everyone's comfort blanket Because the most important thing was that for us For our heads All of our heads um, You were our comfort blanket and We were all in it together
3: Fair play I was on Zoom, Philip, sorry I didn't see you <laughs> uh, Joel Dermot was the host So it's normally <coughs> Dermit, I don't know
2: why he was busy Oh, But he was busy Well he is one of the hosts of This Morning as well, on Fridays Maybe that's why Maybe you would be too tired Anyway, that is uh, dish the dirt for now. Dublin's F four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now link up with our good friend Brezzy. He's a musician. He is a podcaster. Trust him. Trust him. Yes, we do. He's not a doctor. You have a doctorate. He has the. He, are you a doctor? Technically a doctor.
5: No, I got I got a fellowship, but didn't, didn't think I, I didn't get the doctors. Uh, trust
2: him, trust him. He's, a, he's got a fellowship. Yeah, Nearly doesn't have
5: the same ring to it. it too many syllables.
2: And, uh, as you say yourself, you not uh, nobody's overqualified in these things. But you have a keen interest in all things mental health and looking after yourself.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I went through a pretty interesting fifteen-year journey with my own mental health, and that kind of led me back into studying it as much as I could and understanding the cultural aspects of it, and then you know, from the kind of mindfulness aspects of it what you can actually do rather than constantly look at what I couldn't do. I started to look at what I couldn't. And that's what led me back into studying and setting up Lust for Life. Because I've always been solution focused. I'm not problem admiration society. There's problems there. We know there's problems in the system. We know there's problems in societal stigmas. We know all this stuff. But either we keep saying it or we actually figure out ways to, to tackle it. And that's what I was hoping to do with Lust for Life when we set it up. And now we're in 300 primary schools uh, we will be in every primary school by 2023 and that, that was what I set out to do at the start was use our incredible education system to teach young people how to navigate this stuff.
3: What do you wish, if you had a little snippet of what you're hoping to spread around schools, what do you wish you had in primary school?
5: I think the first thing young people need is the language to describe this stuff. When I was young, when we were young lads, and we were always told not to be sad, not to be scared, not to be anxious when you were children. These are core emotions. You should you should feel those things and you should explore them and talk about them. You can't push them away. You can't outrun them. And then as we get older, we get really confused with these emotions. We're like, oh, I feel sad, but I shouldn't feel sad because everyone should feel happy and do cartwheels mm. up the meadow every day. Sadness and suffering, as tough as it is, is part of life. It's just part of the journey. And I think young kids should be told that early on. Not that you have got to walk into primary schools and go, hey, kids, suffering is part of life. You know, yeah, there's ways of doing this and there's evidence-based programs. And with young kids, it's language. So they can describe and talk to their parents how they're feeling. But then there's young kids out there who don't have that support at home either. So there's all these different aspects that we looked at. Also, teachers need to understand that they have enough to do you know, what we wanted to develop is the programs, the solutions where teachers aren't taking on anymore. Teachers have one of the, the most difficult jobs in this society, and they should be celebrated as such. When healthcare professionals and teachers are the two most important groups, I feel, in our society. And we just want to help them. We want to make sure that this works for them as much as it works for the kids.
2: And uh, for people listening now this morning, like people, for younger people listening, you know you 're very successful you 're a rock star. If they were feeling anxious this morning what what little piece of advice would you give to people to try and combat those feelings?
5: I think the most important thing is to express them yeah. is to find a way to express them. These are normal human reactions, anxiety as uncomfortable as it is, is something that we need to stay alive. It keeps us alive, it keeps us on our toes gets us out of bed in the morning. You know, it prepares us for things. It's a really brilliant trait that we have. And sometimes it gets a little bit out of control and uncomfortable and difficult. It did for me for many years. But the most difficult part for me, guys, was I didn't know how to express it. I always talk about this. When I first experienced panic disorder, I was 13 years of age. I came back from Israel where I lived with my parents for, you know, there was complete peace in the Middle East for 15 years until the day the Breslin's landed in Tel Aviv. (laughs) And the, the nine day war started. So. I was completely overwhelmed by this, and I came home and I started experiencing this panic disorder. and I, uh, I didn't know what it was. I thought I had asthma, all this kind of stuff. And then I'll never forget to the day I died when Kirk Cobain died, who was my hero, and many kids, my heroes at my age. Mm. And I asked the teacher at the time, Christian Brother, what happened, and he punched my desk and called him a coward. And I always thought to myself, that was my mental health education. How could I have been any other way, you know? And. Mm. I don't want kids to have to go through that again. And that is why we do that work with us for life. But what I will say to kids is this is uncomfortable. It isn't nice, but it is normal. And it's a human response that keeps us connected. Uh, what you got to find is a way to deal with it. And everybody has their own subjective ways of dealing with anxiety. Some people like going for a walk. Some people like meditating. Some people hate meditating. Some people you know, need a bit more support, uh, maybe need therapy. Maybe there's other things there that have happened in their life that have been traumatizing. And that doesn't have to be the big stuff It could be simple. You know, it could be a teacher that said the wrong thing to you. It's all that stuff. You know, human psychology is I always say it's really complex, but human needs aren't. We need to feel connected. We need to feel loved and we need to feel safe. And if we can look at how we do that, you know, and then you look at things like in, in you know, I just had the the Ombudsman for Children on the podcast this week, Dr. Niall Muldoon and one incredible gentleman and telling me how many kids are homeless in this country. How are they ever going to feel safe? How are they ever going to feel connected? You know, they're in trouble from day one. And that's why these things are so important. If you don't have foundations for children, it becomes very difficult for them to grow up. Not, You know, some kids do do great and are fine, but some don't. And we, got, we can't let any kid behind. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do here. And without going into that political, this isn't about politics or being left or right or whatever. This is about people. And I, I just don't believe a country with the economic strength of Ireland, should ever have homelessness with children. Mm. And I think the one thing I always say to people from somebody, my background, academic background was actually economics. I understand it. I'm not an idealistic guy and just said, listen, you know, we should all just live off nothing. But the reality is economics is a really blunt instrument to judge a society. If you want to really judge a society, look at how we treat our most vulnerable people. And we're not doing a good enough job here. And that's, you can't spin that. It's just the, the facts are there. So that's the way we do this work. Mental health, the most important thing I've ever been taught with my mentor, Dr. Paul Dalton said, equality is the best form of therapy. If we can drive for a more equal society with less discrimination, with less power imbalances, we can start to see people, you know, who might have grown up in otherwise difficult homes or whatever that might be, are not access to the right supports. We can change that. That is within our capacity as a country.
3: I think what you say there, whatever that might be, and that's so important today with what we're doing with Jigsaw. I asked one of the counsellors, is there any common theme? And he said, no, everyone's journey is different. Everyone has different reasons why they'll need to talk to somebody.
5: It totally is. And my partner, actually, and, and actually the guy I work with most on the podcast, Dr. Tony Bates, the founding member of Jigsaw, Headstrong, as mm. it was known as first. yeah. And he, he says that, he goes like, Nile. this is... This isn't about everyone's journey is different. We all respond differently to different things. You know, there is trauma can often complicate things, no doubt about it. But the difficulty I had growing up and when I started to do a bit of homework on my own head and going to therapy, I had this quite abusive primary school. You know, a lot of us might remember the 80s and 90s were, you know, there were still issues in primary schools where teachers were still hitting kids. Mm. And I remember in my school, it was very prevalent. And going into school every day and not feeling safe, every single day going in. And it wasn't just me, it was all it was all of us, which was uh, which was probably easier. But I remember saying to my therapist, he goes, of Course that of course that impacts you. Because once again, the basic need of any child is to feel safe. Safety, safety, safety. A child should be able to feel safe. And the thing in Ireland is we've made huge progress there. We you know, you look at our education system, and what was quite emotional for me was when I was doing this work with the schools to see the care teachers take now over their students to see the unbelievable empathy and compassion teachers have towards their students compared to what we had mm. you know that's going to have such huge impact in this generation uh, and we always talk about this generation are going to be have more problems I don't know if they are I just don't know because they're they're surrounded by more support we have the language they're able to express themselves now there's programs in schools Yes, there's more things to contend with, more issues, social media, all that kind of stuff. But young people are are now knowing that this is a conversation that they can have. We didn't know that. And Mm -hmm. that's what, for me personally, did an awful lot of the damage.
2: How are you now,
5: Brizzy? Um, I'm great. Like, I mean, I'm like, this is the thing Like, because the pandemic is, you know, I, I almost don't believe in my la- labelling myself as, you know, whatever I went through. I was diagnosed with like general anxiety disorder, at 22 years of age or 25 years of age. And I kind of think, did I even need that label? I, I didn't know if I did, but like the pandemic, like everybody knocked me for dead. And then, I went through this process of planning on and this is what happened when you've done years of training and years of therapy. It doesn't make it any easier, but you start to rationalize it. You start to go. This is a perfectly normal response to a pandemic. You can't see your loved ones. You can't, you know, integrate with community and society. You can't do the things you love to do. You can't go, you know, and have a release and go for a holiday. Yet, yet you know, in our case, for example, or even our industry, we financial concerns, all that other stuff. And it all came in like a perfect storm. I moved home, lived with my parents, who I was terrified for, cocooned them for 16 months. And I said to myself, of course, this doesn't feel good. This is not nice. This is horrible. But the one thing I've taken from it is that I don't see this as the last year. I see it as a year that we've we've all really, really gained huge levels of uh, strength not i don't like the word resilience because that either means you have it or you don't i just think this lived experience that we've all gone through and no matter how tough it was and the words of Elton John we're still standing maybe we're a little tougher than we think we are maybe we are a little bit you know we all have that inner dog in us that we had to bring out over the last 12 months i did we all did and but we still did it it didn't mean it was nice it did not mean it was easy but we did it and i think that's what i want the message i want to get out to people Rather than going, you know, it's all going to be a mess. I'm like, well, maybe we all should recognize how strong we were. Uh, mm. That Sometimes we say things like strength. People perceive that it shouldn't have been hard. That's not what strength is. Strength is when things are really, really hard and you're able to carry it through and you're able to deal with it. And you're still you're still able to kind of function because there was yeah. moments throughout that pandemic where just getting out of bed was a was just was a thing you had to do. And, and you know, that was it and some people had to work really hard some didn't have any work at all we all had different journeys
3: and if anything from the last eight months or beyond has left you feeling that you still need a bit of help I think that's so important today and and whether you're that person who needs it or you're in a good place you know maybe work was you were lucky the last uh, 12 months plus and you want to help today, you can go to f104.ie slash donate because all of jigsaw services are free and the donations will help their services continue and actually grow because that's uh, what you're talking about schools. What they want to do is get into more areas around Dublin yeah. and have a presence. And can I just say, Martin,
5: that like I, as somebody who, uh, you know, co-founded a charity and understands the the work you have to do for it. Yeah. Jigsaw, I, I don't know where we'd be without them. I mean that truthfully. You know, I always say it's not, it's not our jobs to be picking up The pieces of a dysfunctional system are a fact that, you know, government haven't prioritised mental health enough without the likes of Jigsaws and the other charities that have just done work that I don't think anyone will fully, fully realise. And that's the big thing for Jigsaw. I would love to see Jigsaw have the funding to be able to go to everywhere across the country, every community they, they can get into because their model of how they work and how they treat and how they support is the type of model I think that should be integrated into our health system itself. And that's an important thing to say about Jigsaw. Uh, we need them in more communities because they do unbelievable work that it's, it's kind of hard to fully explain to people until you see it in action.
2: Well, Bresi, after the year and a half of, uh, that you've had, we just wish you all the best and we hope to see you rocking out with the Blizzards, rocking out with all your music and touring your podcasts and get, making up for all those gigs that you haven't had, unfortunately, yeah. haven't had. We, we hope that all happens for you soon.
5: We will. We'll make up for it, lads. Just Thanks remind time.
3: remind everyone, Brezzy, if people have been inspired by some of what you've been saying, I always
5: find it's always interesting to chat to you. Uh, where can people get your podcast? What's the name of it? Uh, I have two podcasts. One is called Where's My Mind? It's a weekly podcast and, and I have a d- double daily podcast, uh, Wake Up, Wind Down on Spotify. For those of you who want to explore meditation and mindfulness without the overwhelm and without the confusion, it's simple. Let's not complicate this stuff. We need a little bit of space in our, in our day. That's all it is. Uh, and that's all I'm trying to achieve with it. Brosey, great Cheers talking guys. to you.
2: Thanks for talking to us this morning.
5: Respect. Anytime. Take care. 10 questions. 60 seconds.
0: 1,000 euro.
5: FM 104's
0: Instagram. With
4: MissQuote.ie car insurance. Empowering Irish women every day. Visit MissQuote.ie. We have another
2: teacher. Hello, teacher. Morning, Hello, how are you? Mike, the teacher. uh, Lots of teachers love playing Instagram. Is it because you learn so much uh, from listening to the the quiz?
6: That's it, yeah.
2: (laughs) No, it's because they've so much knowledge to begin with, isn't it? (laughs) Teachers know everything. I don't know about that. Some of these questions... I'll answer that question in a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Some of these questions aren't on the syllabus. You'll be grand, Mike. You'll be grand. You'll be grand. uh, Do you ever get a 10, Mike?
1: Uh, I got a 10, I think, Monday. I was red and I didn't get through Monday. I was like, oh... But um, then a couple of six, like seven donates during the week, so All hopefully right, well,
3: today. We have a big shiny donate put on our website if you do win. <coughs> <laughs> 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 right, here we go. Good luck. Let's look. Thank you. The game starts in
2: three, two, one. What college is nearest College Green in Dublin? Trinity. What is the
3: name of eating utensils that are shared pairs, shaped pairs of equal length?
4: sorry can you say that again
3: what's the name of eating utensils that are shaped
2: pairs of equal length chopsticks which member of the Simpsons family has twin sisters Marge. who is the host of TV game show The Chase
6: Bradley Walsh
2: true or false pseudo cream was invented in Cabra What is the name of
3: the rainbow? What colour of the rainbow that starts with the letter I?
1: Indigo.
2: Who is older, Westlife Shane Filan or golfer Shane Lowry? Shane Filan.
3: Who had a 2017 hit with 24-carat magic?
2: Bruno Mars. What Premier League football manager has recently stopped wearing his famous glasses?
6: Oh, Jürgen Klopp.
2: And And Nookrove and Ballyboden are parts
3: of what area of Dublin.
1: Oh God! oh
0: bro. Ah. Hella, hella. He said, "Hella, hella, hella."
2: Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Mike, you did very, very, very well. Oh Mike, the hardest. Trinity College chopsticks. Marge Simpson. Bradley Walsh. I wrote that. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Um, pseudo cream was invented in Cabra An no Irish way. man invented it Yeah
3: And now it's been sold I think
2: And they, they changed the name It used to be soother cream And then because of the Dublin accent Pseudo cream so- They <laughs> changed the pseudo it's Pseudo cream is the correct pronunciation right? Thanks Jim Thank you Indigo
3: Shane Filan is a good bit older than Shane Larry Shane Larry is 34 Shane Filan is 42 Bruno Myers 24 carat magic What a banger well, I know what you're doing there, Jim. You're going to put that song in everyone's head for now, you know. carrot magic in the air. Jürgen Klopp has stopped wearing glasses. And Mike.
0: No way, we're
1: at Nutgrove.
3: <sighs> Rat Farn Ham.
1: Oh, no. That is so close.
2: <laughs> so close, it's right, we just thought, oh, this guy's, like I it was, it was doing, I it was like, it I was doing a cucaracha over here. This guy's going to get 10. 90%. Oh, no 90%. Sorry. No. no, that will do. That will do. It's an A+. Plus. Yeah, that is. it is. <laughs> no <laughs> shame. Go, Mike. No shame, Mike.
1: No Enjoy problem, the weekend. No problem, Mike. Thanks for having me. All All right, you Take yourself. care. Take
4: care.
2: Dublin's up in the four. It is the strawberry alarm clock and we can now zoom into London to talk to uh, one of our favourite artists. It has to be said. He's on his way to rehearsals. Because he's gigging again. And the last time we spoke to him, he was on ice. But now, he's on his way back. Tom Grennan, good morning.
4: Good morning, good morning. How are you doing? It's good to hear an Irish accent.
2: Yeah, man, it looks sunny in London this morning. Yes.
4: Jesus, it's roasting in in London today.
3: Well, you join us yeah. on, on F104's Mind Your Noggin Day, which is a really important day. And we're so uh, delighted you, you could give us a few minutes today. Um, uh, Jim, actually touched on it. When we last spoke to you, you were trying to move house. Your neighbours were doing your head in. You know, there were no gigs. It was all very hopeful. Now that you're coming out yeah. of that
4: mentally, are you feeling, are you in a better, better place? Oh my gosh, completely. I've moved house now. I've got no more annoying neighbours. And yeah, life feels like it's coming back to normal. Gigs again and... And yeah, just everything's good. Everything feels good. And just can't wait to get over there now. Um, I haven't been to Ireland for nearly a year and a half. So looking forward to getting over there and doing gigs, seeing family and, you know. We keep mentioning
2: that when you do finally get to play Ireland, Mm. it's just going to go off for you. I mean, your music is so popular here.
4: Yeah, I feel like it's going to... All my cousins keep messaging me saying, you're on the radio again, you're on the radio again. I'm like listen you're gonna have to stop messaging me you're blowing up my phone yeah they must listen to four. yeah they listen to you all the time yeah they love it <laughs> they love it but no I, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting over there and it's like you say I, I do feel like it's probably gonna be a bit mad gig wise for me over there but I can't wait it's gonna be great
2: on Mind Your Noggin Day Tom we need to ask you about how you look after your own Self, you know uh, you're, you're, in a, you're in the spotlight you're in the you know a very stressful industry how do you look after yourself with that
4: um, how do I look after myself mate exercise is, is now my new like thing that keeps me mentally stable and and really like on the road for kind of just feeling good and and also just feeling healthy and and I think that's that's key when doing what I kind of do like having to be here and everywhere just staying mentally focused and mentally fit is it's hard, and I've been in situations where Jesus, I've lost my head a few times. But since doing exercise and keeping fit, honestly, it's changed my life. And I start the morning off every morning with a Tom Shake as well. Just if I'm feeling a bit like negative or feeling just a bit like ah, I can't be bothered to do anything, I just shake it all off and start again.
2: I thought that was like some kind of smoothie that you'd sound like, with, isn't it? A Tom Shake? <laughs> oh, I'm going
4: to ask you what's in no, that: no, bananas, no. avocado. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And we can—I only imagine when your job is to, you know, let all this pent-up energy out on stage, and you haven't been able to do that—that that must have been incredibly difficult, not being able to do what you're so used to doing.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like I had, like, I've, I've got so much energy. So when locked in the house and not being able to do it, like I had to shift that into into something else. And listen, I stopped drinking, stopped smoking through lockdown, and and really focused in on. on Put my energy somewhere positive, and that's what I did. And I put it into exercise, and and um, and also it changed my writing as well. Like my musical, like brain shifted, and and I felt like I got better as well. You know.
3: Well. Okay, well that's, that's definitely a positive thing. If you do want to get involved today you can go to f Ford. forward slash donate. Tom, we, we're obviously playing a new song as well but I don't know, uh, you you choose but a little bit of love which is what everyone also needs. We need that connection with humans. We need, is, which one? Yeah. Which, which one should we play?
4: I'd say play play a little bit of love but also if you can play the new single Don't Break the Heart as well Okay, do the deal. double double
3: ok double Tom a double Tom shake double bubble Tom love shake it. let's do it <laughs> exactly tom nice one lads great to talk to you good to see you back mind
4: your noggin cheers man have a good one thanks Tom good luck bye All right, bye bye bye
2: Dublin's F1 4, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can now speak to Director of Communications and Fundraising at Jigsaw, Mike Mansfield. Good morning.
0: Morning guys, how are you? Good to talk Good. to you. Thanks for you taking the call. Not at all, not at all. An exciting day ahead. It yeah. is. It's such a big day for us, such a big day for, for Jigsaw. That's amazing. I think the buzz just in our own organisation over the last couple of weeks building up to today is huge. Uh, mind your noggin, last year was so impactful, so important. Um, I think today is going to be the same. So we're uh, we're, buzzing. we're really looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. And for anybody who's driving around now and they think, oh, I want to donate, I'll do it later. Don't forget. Okay. Make yes. sure you don't
0: forget. We know where you live. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, look at days like today, they're really important because it's it's a massive opportunity for us as a city to come together and have conversations around our mental health, around minding each other, looking after ourselves. But also for us, it's so important in terms of raising really important income. Last year, over 23 grand was raised and that's that's huge for an organization like yourselves. This year, we're so keen to, to break that because we need it. We're trying to do... huge amount of work in jigsaw across dublin but also across the country and online and in clubs and schools and communities across the country but all our services are free all our teams are fully professional people so we rely on generosity we rely on you know mam's and dads and brothers and sisters so if you are driving around guys i'd say pull over um, really quickly fm E forward slash donate and give whatever you can because it's it's uh it's hugely important to us. It's Mark,
2: safe to do so. That's what they always say in all the best. So. Exactly. exactly. Pull over
3: <laughs> you're not directly involved in, in the other side of, of how jigsaw work, but I'm sure yeah. you've you've been in meetings and you've heard stories. How does someone know that they need to get a bit of help with something that their own head to try and
0: deal with it just i look at it, It's 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 a really good question, but it's 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 massively personal and individual, um, and I suppose if you're if you're not a hundred percent sure, if you do need, just contact us and find out. We often talk about, and some of my colleagues who would be on the front line uh, dealing directly with young people, they often talk about the difference between what will be like deemed a clinical crisis, something that's you know really kind of clinically a, a crisis or a need, but then match with that is kind of a personal crisis. So it can really vary from somebody who's having just just really not feeling themselves, having an off couple of days and weeks, somebody who might have broken up, finding it tough, not setting in at school, just not really finding their own rhythm, kind of struggling with the whole thing. And that's absolutely fine. That's where reach out to us, give us a holler and um, go on to jigsaw.ie. There's loads of opportunities to get support that you need. So it's we see a real mix of young people come to us with a real mix of challenges and problems. And every single young person that comes to us comes with a different story, a different background, different challenges. And we'd always say, don't be worrying if you think, oh, this is grand. I really shouldn't reach out and, and you know, they're really busy, just do. Because because it's massively important. We're here, we're here for you to try and help as best we can.
2: Nothing's too small. To you know,
0: get... yeah. This idea of saying, "Oh, you know, it's only that I got broke up and my mom and dad are at me and I can't sit in and, and, and I'm getting bullied." That's when you know, come to us, have a chat. We'll try and work with you and try to find ways to to help you with that. Because it's tough. You know, it is increasingly it can be really tough for young people, and then you throw in. You throw in COVID, you throw in our changing world, you throw in what's happening um, in loads of different aspects. And it is it is difficult. There's a huge amount of expectation on our young people at the moment. And uh, that can be really pressurized and pressurizing. And having a space like ourselves maybe to give you a hand uh, to depressurize can be really useful. And that's that's what we're here for, you know.
3: I think even compared to last year, because last year when we were doing this back in May 2020, uh, like the world in many ways was on freeze. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. that. It, it was like there was a huge amount of people who didn't have a job Since then, figures—you know—particularly under twenty-fives, massive unemployment. Maybe you've you've put in the hours in college. Now,
0: the the field you've qualified in a third level, there isn't a job there. Have yeah, you noticed yeah. that kind of? That yeah, happens? we have. I mean, I mean, certainly kind of go back to, uh, as you say, when it was in freeze about this time last year, I, I, I think the number is about 67% of young people who were employed in you know casual labour, retail, hospitality, that was gone. And with that is taking a huge one. Obviously, financial independence is gone because you literally have no money in your back pocket, but also opportunities to connect and engage with people and be out and about. And just having that sort of independence is taken away from you. Now what we're we're seeing as we sort of re-emerge from this, and we start to go back to "quote unquote" normality, get back into schools and colleges. There is definitely a bit of that sort of fear for the future. Bit is becoming prominent in in the conversations we're having with young people. It's around, it's around. Well, I, you know, as you say, I've worked my, you know, whatever off here. I've done everything I'm supposed to do and now I'm going to enter out into a world that is, you know, changed and different and the opportunities that might have been there a couple of years maybe aren't. And look, at that is absolutely valid and absolutely fine to have. But um, I think as we reemerge from this, I think we are seeing there is an anxiety about that reemergence. How am I going to settle back in? How am I going to fit back in, you know, make or maintain or reestablish new relationships? What is college going to be like? Because actually, I found a comfort zone in the, in the Zoom college experience. So, and, and also just kind of social, you know, social meetups and, and hangouts with mates and peers and colleagues. So that's going to be challenging. And we are seeing that we are seeing young people who are kind of struggling with that kind of social reintegration and, and that fit, how do I fit back into this new thing? So look at that, you know, day in, day out, hour in, hour out. That's the sort of stuff that we try and help the young people navigate and help them fit, help them, help them find that fit, I suppose, which is really important.
2: Mike, for people who've come through the other side of the process. Yeah. What kind of feedback have you got from just to encourage people to, to use Jigsaw as a service? What feedback have you got back of
0: how you help them? I look at it's hugely positive. I mean, it takes a bit of guts and a bit of bravery for a young person to to contact a service like yourselves. They may have reached out to a friend or a brother or sister or a mom or dad, but for many they haven't. So a lot of the conversations they've had have been with themselves. So the first time that they come to one of our services, be it one of our physical services across the country or our digital service is a big step. But what we we hear is, as soon as I crossed the threshold, there was a sense of relief. As soon as they entered into that process with themselves, began to tell somebody else what they were going through, things began to make a bit more sense. Things began to get a bit more clearer. And then as they work with us over, and there's a number of different ways we work with young people, but if they work with us over a period of a couple of weeks, the feedback we get is hugely positive. So uh, we ask them, do you feel in a better way than you did? And 98% say yes. Would you recommend us to others? 96% said yes. So the numbers, the data tells us that coming to an organization like yourselves, speaking out and asking for help makes a difference. That's what's really important. If it doesn't, we're not doing our job right. And uh, what we have across the country is really a group of an amazingly committed people who massively value young people and who are really there to try and support them navigate the the choppy waters that is that is being young in Ireland today. So we are making a difference and that's why people donating and 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 giving whatever they can over the course of the day can make a huge difference so that we can continue to kind of roll out the supports and services that are kind of really needed and really important.
2: Very good. And again, for those people who are thinking, oh, I'll get around to that later. Next time you you have a minute and you're on social media and you're surfing through whatever it is, remember this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you even
3: have a calming effect, but you can't overstate it. It's free to use this service. Yeah, but yeah. the money that you know makes it all happen is from donations. So f104.ie forward slash donate. Swipe up on all the links on our social channels. Mike, thank you. So I mean, it's from our perspective, it's so lovely to be associated with you guys. So thank no,
0: you. No, and 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 look at to yourselves from day one. Not just this year, but last year. You guys, particularly, you've been huge supporters of us and all your colleagues. I wish you an amazingly cool day because it is. It's right across the station. It's all day. And again, just to reiterate to your listeners, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for helping. And if you can add all at fm e forward slash donate, every single cent that you invest in us will be spent as effectively and efficiently and as leanly as possible. I can absolutely give that commitment. So anything you can give it all will be, will be absolutely fantastic.
2: Mike Mansfield from Jigsaw, thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. Dublin's F104, it is the strawberry alarm clock and we call them... You, you might know him as Glenn Power, but we call him Glenn Powerful because last year on Mind Your Noggin Day, he gave us a chat about mental health in general and looking after yourself and having plenty of cups of tea. And uh, oh, yeah. he was
6: just brilliant. <laughs> the tea, the tea, forgot about that. Glenn, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are you keeping? Are you well?
3: Good. Well, first of all, we just like to say it's great to, to know that you're in an airport and the script are gigging this weekend, so that's...
6: I know. yeah, The machine is back in operation. I'm back on the treadmill. Or the mouse wheel, should I say, um, it just keeps turning. No, i just very grateful to be out in population um, and in an airport at all. Uh, we're going to Romania. I'm sitting here now in Heathrow. We're flying to uh, Frankfurt and then from there to Romania. And we have a gig on Saturday night. Nice, rather large first gig back, which is going to be just the way I like it. Just get out there and jump in the middle of it and let go. That's what you have to do. I saw a great interview with Anthony Hopkins. He's one of my heroes. And um, they say to him, you know, they were asking about his preparation for his acting parts and stuff. And he said, I don't put expectation on the result. The result is none of my business. My business is prepare. And then there are times occasionally when I'm working when some magic arrives. But if it comes or doesn't come, it's nothing to do with me and I don't try and force it. And uh, I really love that, that that kind of that idea. So... It's very much the same way with music. You you can prepare all your life, but until you get out in front of actual people, and have all their eyes on you, and um, that's a different skill set than sitting in a room rehearsing with your mates. Do you know what I mean? So mm. you just have to let go of expectation, and you have to say, okay, I'm playing a long time. I'm human. You might drop a stick. You might miss a beat. You might miss an ending. You might. But you know, even if you do, or you don't. You're there, and you're open, and you're surrendering to the moment, and you're trying to be as best as you can. Um, and I think I got a lot of that from um, his talk it was brilliant it's on YouTube he uh, he was just out having a walk one day and he ended up in a college and they asked him will you do a talk and he just randomly grabbed the mic and said yeah no problem and they, all the students started to pitch questions questions on him and it was fun. the man is full of wisdom, grace, humility confidence but in the right way do you mm. know what I mean?
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah, It's interesting you say that because I, I think that preparation is if we if we take that end result of a great day in work being everyone wants to feel happy in life but yeah. If, to, to get to that, if you're not quite there, days like today that we're trying to just raise awareness for are, are so important.
6: Well, you know, there's, there's one very interesting thing. I, I'm still reading books since I last spoke to you. But um, there's a great uh, thing I read that said just because you're busy running around the place doing loads of things doesn't mean you're getting lots done. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So you can be actually running yourself crazy trying to think that I'm doing all these things and all these. And there's nothing actually really happening you know yes. when you could actually probably put that cut that time in half and spend time with your family i spend time with yourself which i someone said something quite profound to me the other night i've got great friends here in london and he turned around and said you know there's two of the hardest things in life are number one spending time with yourself and number two spending time with others and i just thought oh my god that's so true uh, it's because of, and i was like oh yeah i can be by myself i'll read a book or you know he was like no by yourself glenn not reading a book or not doing music because when I'm doing music I'm not really by myself I'm with the muse do you know what I mean mm. yes so I think it's important to try and um, get to grips with that and one of the things I did during lockdown um, I'm sure loads of people did it really helped me deal with it was there uh, walk every night 6 o'clock like a, like a route like I mean like an alarm would go off and I'd be like oh jacket on out the door rain, wind did not matter what the weather was I'd go out there and do a 10k every night
3: and that kind of helped you just cobweb
6: yeah that and that and the um audio i was listening to uh dwayne dyer um all about dowson and i found that really interesting just to go with the flow of things and to just allow stuff you know um and also then i saw another there's another great quote i saw it said show me your friends and i'll show you your future which is so interesting yeah. because i really believe that three to five people that are connected to you the closest have a big influence on impact on your head and your mental way of thinking and what you feel on a day-to-day basis. So you have to ask yourself, who am I connected to? Also, um, what am I letting into my head? This is where memes, are, I think, can be detrimental. I think WhatsApp should have a feature, and I really mean this, that you can say, no memes, please, and no one can send you anything because I've opened, I've opened stuff with my phone and I didn't know what it was. and It was not good. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't, like, I don't need to look at that. It's like in that um, Dwayne Dyer book about devils and stuff, he's like, protect what you let into the garden of your mind you're putting seeds in there and, and stuff, stuff grows. So I'm, I try to watch that now. I try to not look at too much uh, social media stuff and I try to just step back from all that. I have a lot and I just think that, um, I don't think our brains were designed to have all of that information. And it's so easy when you light in at nighttime. I'll just check my phone and suddenly now you're in another world mm. are or are another 50 worlds of something that's going on in the world and you're in your bedroom and now it's all in your head. And I really believe that's not going to your head at nighttime to be looking at stuff like that and scrolling through Instagram and Twitter and it's tough, you know, and I think you need to learn how to uh, compartmentalise some of that part of your life, you know, you don't drive your car all day, every day. You do. You use it to go to work and then you come home but you don't go back and sit in the car with the engine on.
2: Unless it's really nice. But Yeah.
6: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Glenn,
2: it must be great having you in the band because when you're travelling and you get the stresses of the tour and everything and then you've got you know your words of wisdom always there. Do, do you look after the lads? Do you?
6: Yeah, we all look after each other. To be honest, I yeah. mean, I think it's a it's a it's a reciprocal thing. We've all been there for each other throughout the years. I am. I wouldn't even say words. of I mean, I know nothing to be honest with you. i just I read anything I know now is from pain and experience. That's all. I was even reluctant to talk because I really don't know anything. I just know stuff I've read from books and. When I have a problem in my life, I I know there's always someone that's had it before because, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, as it says in the Bible. This has all happened before and it's all going to happen again. So whatever I'm going through has probably happened already and someone has written a book about it. And nine times out of ten, I'm right. When I go looking, I go, ah, there we go. Now I can find out what this is and and deal with it. Um, I think for your mental health, I think connection is of vital importance. I probably said this last time, isolation is the killer. It's when you start to insulate yourself and not talk to your friends and not talk to your family and sit in a room on your own and you narrow down that, your own world. I think you're left with your own head. And Our minds are amazing and our imaginations even more so. You know, Einstein is the guy that said imagination is more important than knowledge. There's a two-edged sword to that. Your mind will create scenarios and stories and tell you all these lies that aren't true. And if you're in a bad space... You know, what we focus on becomes amplified. I probably said that before as well, but it does. Um, And if you're focused on, as I say, negative stuff, you're looking at weird stuff coming down your phone and memes, you're looking at stuff on um, Instagram that's making you feel insecure about yourself, um, you have a choice in what you allow into your sphere. If you're like a a planet walking around with a gravity field, that gravity field, you control that. You could say, no, I'm not going to let that in. Um, And I think it's really important to take a look at that. Um, Also, I think as well, What helps propel you forward is a goal. And we all need goals. And the bigger the goal, the bigger the chances that you'll start to make steps towards it. Um, I normally, like, over lockdown, I was very lucky that I could, you know, I went online and I did courses in songwriting and production. And it was just huge uh, rewards for me to see, to hear the results of it and see it in front of me. And that's something that I did that kept me going. But I think, similarly, everybody should have, you know, we've all, we're all born with, uh with dreams and dreams that come upon us as we uh, as we grow up and i think if you're courageous and brave enough to step out of your comfort zone and um, that's where the fruit is it's outside the comfort zone and that's uncomfortable but it takes bravery and courage to walk of fear that's what i always say courage is is bravery and fear combined with action because everyone's going to be afraid doing something new everyone don't care who you are there's always an element of fear when you're trying to do something new and if you recognize that and have courage even if you fall on your face, at least you're falling in a forward direction and not in, the, in behind. Do you know what I mean?
3: And, and that's, it's that reaching out. That That's the hard <coughs> part for some people if, to, to try and talk ch- to jigsaw today. And, and equally, I, in my experience sometimes in life, if, you're, if you know someone is struggling and you know that they're not the type of person who likes talking, it's also difficult for you to try and coax them out. Mm. Um yeah. So it's like, this. it it really does take two people, I suppose, to one, the person who wants to try and be that friend and be the support and and just be able to listen, but also to convince that person, you can trust me what you want to say, but I really would like to hear it.
6: Absolutely. I think, you know, um, I find if you're vulnerable around a person that's vulnerable, sometimes they'll open up because, look, we've all had moments in our life where we've been, uh, you know, vulnerable. I think if you actually share that with the person in the moment while they're there, they may want to open up, they may not want to open up. There's only so far you can go. There's also, there's a famous saying, you know, did I control it, can I cure it, um, or did, it, did I create it? And if the answer is no, to all three of them. Well, then sometimes it's not your responsibility. You can be a friend. You can be there for somebody, and you can sit there and tell them your story. I do find identification is a big thing when you actually... Open up to a person and go. You know what? Over lockdown, I felt like this. I had a moment, and I, which I did myself. I, 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 uh, I had the grief. Just grief hit me because I was always on the run. Here I am on the run again, down in the airport. But I had, I had grief come at me because I was still. And it was actually really good, but really hard. Um, it was bittersweet, is all I can say. It was like every night I was getting almost like a kaleidoscope of images, memories, just all in one big blast for about three days, and. It was like whatever I was running from had finally come to catch me. And uh, I have a mentor and I called him and said, I'm going mad. And he laughed and said, no, you that's actually really good. If you can sit with it, you'll, be, you'll come out to the other side and you'll feel amazing. And he was right. But I, ha- I was able to call him. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. See what I'm saying? I had, knew there was someone I reached, there. I reached out to someone but and said, listen, this, this is what's going on. Is this okay? And I think everyone should have someone that they can do that with and be vulnerable because we're all human.
3: And, and I think it makes total sense from probably... 06, 07 to, to last year in between albums and maybe a little bit of downtime, but it, you were essentially in a band whirlwind that oh, yeah. you couldn't be a normal yeah. person, I suppose. So
6: No, I mean, you know, what's a normal person? Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, but I mean, as you as in two feet on the ground in the one place for more than a week, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I was only saying that to my friend yesterday. I said, you know, I spent the most time in my house in the last year, than I had in 13 years. I was never there. I, big sacrifices were made to do what we did. I'm listening. I love my job and I love being a musician. I love I love music more now than I did before the lockdown. And that's a fact because now I'm uh, just, in the terms of creation and creativity, I just took a big jump. There was like, I was missing a piece of the jigsaw and I managed to find it during lockdown. So for me, um, it was real revelation and I was like, I had the time though to go looking for that and I, and I utilized it to make... Cause i thought you're not going to get this time again to try and dig deep and figure out what it is your what the next step is and then um, for me it was amazing but yeah our world win i think it's only now that we've stopped and you get a chance to breathe and look at it we're like whoa that was you know and even coming back into it, me and danny were talking about we're like god we've got to get ready now to speed our energy back up into this pace again and the last the last two weeks have been that it's been funny just you know what my body's been doing but um I'm feeling absolutely amazing my, my, I've got bionic arms because I've got stem cells in them in Las Vegas and I'm playing like a 20 year old again it's fantastic
2: <laughs> well wow. Glenn it's brilliant that you, you mentioned that the, that the music was the, the piece of the jigsaw and you're our piece of the jigsaw today for ah, jigsaw
6: brilliant very and, good uh, it's we're, we're, great yeah. to talk to you again no problem guys I, I hope I made some sense I've no idea if I did or like not you, you did no you did
3: take comfort that you did and last year the comments and reaction to your chat and I'm sure it'll be exactly the same today yeah. and it's just the difference is now we're able to play a new song from you and to say that
6: <laughs>
3: there's a gig next year yeah. in Dublin or maybe even a few and uh, you know it's great to see you back but um, and your...
6: I just want to wish everybody out there well I really do everybody out there that you know who's out there and has dealt with the COVID and gone through the separation the isolation I just want to say, you know, I just have, I want to send everyone love and really hope that everyone's doing well. And if they're not, really get in touch, you know, pick, pick up a phone to jigsaw, talk to the people there. They know what they're doing. There's always someone you can listen to, but just have someone. Once you have someone in your corner and you know they're there, that's half the battle. I really do believe that because, as a guy told me years ago, a problem shared is a problem half. It's true.
3: Amen. Thanks,
2: Glenn.
6: Thanks, guys. It's great great to talk talking to you. To you guys have, have a great day, boys. Safe travels. Go Thank and you. have a nice
2: cup of tea. <laughs>
6: That's what I'm doing now I've Good got man. to find the lads Take it easy lads Good
2: luck This is Robbie Larklock at seven four with the script Thanks to
3: Glenn for taking the time That's I Want It All Their new tune
0: one hundred four is Mind Your Noggin Day So
3: a little while ago We announced that we have Stuck a bike In one of our other studios Because uh, Jigsaw are doing A revolution challenge All this month And you can jump on your own bike And raise some Much needed funds for Jigsaw So we thought we'd do the same now uh, Dara Who was on a little while ago Dara got up to 40km Fair play Dara That's he was, amazing He was sweating Yeah I'm going to have to do it Because it's too much pressure now Fair play Dara man So if you want If you want me to sweat Like a lunatic At 11 o'clock-ish I will But we need some money Let's go over to Crossy And see who is on the bike right now
4: Thanks, lads. We're getting on really well
6: down here. Don't forget, you can donate fm104.ie forward slash donate. Emma is now on her bike. Emma, tell us how many kilometres you have done so far.
5: Dara did an incredible 35 kilometres this morning. I have added eight and a half to that now, trying to get to ten. But I don't think I'll be able to walk for the weekend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone so glamorous on a bike before, ever. Tell us who's on your show today.
5: Oh, my God, so many people. Ella Henderson will be joining us. We've got carry on later on. We have Deirdre Ray. So many amazing people who've used Jigsaw services as well. It's going to be lit if I can breathe by then
0: <laughs> I would love if someone's just tuning in right now and just hears Emma going I've got this one I've got
5: this one I've got this one, got this
0: one. don't forget f 104e forward slash donate and it's back to you in the studio thanks Crossy
2: keep them coming in
3: it's 9.48
2: f104.ie forward slash donate and if you, if you are driving and you forget remind yourself to do it later yeah f104.ie
3: forward slash donate and thank you to the many many of you I have done already yeah. so far this morning. We know who we are. Right until midnight tonight. Thanks for listening to
0: FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device